We all know that I love making and recording my own podcast. Loudmouth is my heart and soul. But what's even more fun is that it's easy to do. And guess what? (laughs) You can do one too. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Because it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and anywhere else you can listen to podcasts. You can make money from it with no minimum listenership. It's literally everything you need to make a podcast right there in one place for free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Hello and welcome back to Loudmouth Podcast. This week, I absolutely adored this episode that I did, but I did this with my friend Camilla. She hosts My Point of View podcast, and we connected over Instagram about a year ago, um, just followed each other on our podcast Instagrams, and have been just commenting and liking each other's stuff back, and she's so cool because she talks to influencers, she talks about you know, career, life, everything like that. And she's also in Argentina. So not only did she start this podcast and is doing amazing about it, but also English is her second language. And she does the whole podcast in English and talks to influencers and everything like that. So I really wanted to have her on today to talk about having a podcast. But honestly, guys, we got into way more than that. We talked about feminism. We talked about cancel culture. We talked about Instagram and curating feeds and all that and so I'm so excited for you guys to listen to this episode I hope you guys enjoy um yeah and listen to Camilla's point of view Actually, I'm having a very productive day, which is really weird because yesterday day I was like, wow, I'm having a really unproductive Monday, but I deserve it. Okay, <laughs> I need research. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm glad you're having a productive day today. That's fun. I saw your Instagram story about today. it. But, but I guess we should start off by you introducing yourself again. Yeah. So hi, everybody. My name is Camila. I am a 22-year-old college student from Argentina, and I also have a lifestyle career-based podcast called My Point of View that shows you that life is easier if you consider things from a different point of view. (laughs) Perfect. You nailed it. Elevator pitch down. Uh, This is actually our second time recording this, and so we're just going to kind of retry to say our conversation that we had before but honestly it'll probably be a little bit be better because you already yeah. know yeah we know each other we already <laughs> we know each other it's fine <laughs> but um I remember connecting with you it was like over a year ago and we connected over Instagram all that we were talking and I just really wanted to have you on here again for the second time um to talk about just starting a podcast, creating your Instagram brand, inviting influencers on your podcast and all that fun stuff because you're so good at it and you make it look so easy. So I want to know how you do it. So let's get into the origin of my point of view. How did you start it? When did you decide to start it? 
so basically I started it almost a year ago, like 10 months, almost 11 months now. And basically all through quarantine, or well, no, the first month of quarantine, I went really ham, like really hard on my close friends' stories, <laughs> just sharing my opinions about whatever was going on in the world and whatever was not going in the, or in the world. And I was just, I don't know, I was always talking and I'm always giving my opinions because it's probably because I'm kind of a political major. So that's kind of like what's in my nature <laughs> or something. But we love to give opinions. Yeah, always. <laughs> and so basically then I was looking on YouTube because I really didn't have anything to do. I was just class and that's it. So I was always on YouTube or <laughs> doing something. Or listening to podcasts, and then I find found <laughs> out the Natalie Barbos how to start a podcast video and the Katie Bellotti one, and I was like, wow, this is really easy. Like this doesn't look hard at all. And so I just thought about that idea for like a week, and then I just sat with one. I didn't sat. I just basically just wrote her a message, and I was like, to one of my friends, she's the most honest friend that I have. So I was like, should I do this? Like would it be a good idea and she was like yeah do it you're gonna love it and you don't have to go to class tomorrow and just like face all the people maybe you're kind of I, I'm more of a shy person so I was like okay I don't want to face people and I don't have to face them because here it was a six month long quarantine so I was like great so that was a, a good thing yeah. and then she was like yes do it and I was like okay I'm gonna do it and literally Two days later, I had my first episode planned, 10 topics already planned, my logo done, my anchor page done. I was like, I don't have anything else to do. So I basically <laughs> did it all over the weekend and even recorded the first episode. And that was kind of it. The idea of the podcast at the beginning was a solo podcast, like a personal journal, more kind of like a podcast, something to look back on when I would look back on quarantine and be like, whoa, this is how I was feeling, how everything was. And then... <laughs> It just kind of changed and morphed as I found the small podcast communities and kind of really got into the influencer world into a more of a guest career-based podcast and career is something I'm really interested in and I'm really interested in making like or showing different experience of how people go to different places. Like we all don't get to the same place the same way, you know? We can be starting the same yeah. thing and we can be doing... The completely different paths to there so that, that was something that I found really interesting and I just wanted to showcase that and that's how kind of my point of view is what it is now <laughs> so you said it kind of started more as like a personal journal almost like through the pandemic and stuff like that um when did you kind of decide that you wanted to have guests on it like, so basically kind of yeah, I kind of remember I was I was listening to a lot of the smaller podcasts at the time back in April, May, 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 May yes, <laughs> April and May. <laughs> I was kind of listening back to those podcasts and I saw that they were doing like collabs and stuff and they were inviting like people on their podcast. And I was like, wow, how are they doing this? Because I knew people did it in person and since I'm from Argentina and people usually speak Spanish here and I don't usually follow the people out here sorry <laughs> uh, I was like how, how do they do it like with the pandemic so I started learning about Zencaster and Zoom and Zoom interviews and doing this and doing that and I was like wow this is very interesting I really want to try this but where do I start like inviting people like I have a hundred followers on Instagram like no one's gonna want to be on my podcast so I just started reaching out to smaller podcasters, people that I've been listening to and really liked and really helped me. And I was like, hey, would you want to be on my podcast? And they were like, yeah, I would love to. 
and basically that's how I decided and then you get kind of like you kind of escalate maybe if you want to say that you're like oh I follow this person I've been following someone that I had I remember is Gabby Wyden I've been following her for like years now and then I was like hey I, I should just send her a DM see what happens she doesn't even have 10k followers but I've been following her since forever and she said yes I would love to and I was like oh my god and so then you can escalate into the people that you really want to have and stuff and yeah I have a dream list I, I used to have a dream list and I kind of had most of those people from the dream list so it's very it's very cool <laughs> well I bet like seeing all the people that you've been able to have is cool because you write them down just thinking well maybe and then and then you just do it do you remember who your first guest was on your podcast and how that interview went? And yeah, <laughs> I had Kelsey <laughs> from What's Stopping Your Podcast. And uh, so funny idea about that or memory about that is that we recorded, <laughs> we recorded 40 minutes of the episode, which is basically the whole interview. And we didn't actually record it. Like we didn't press record, so we had to re-record it. <laughs> In the, at the moment but that went really good and then the thing is my first couple interviews like the first maybe four or five are more like me just asking the questions and that's kind of it I really needed to learn how to voice also my opinion and make it my podcast episode not just the other person's episode if that makes any sense <laughs> yeah and so that was kind of hard. And then I remember the second interview I did because I, I still don't know why I did this to myself. It's an episode that I really love, but I was really nervous because I had four other podcasters with me. We talked about feminism. And since we were four, only two questions worked for like the whole episode. So it really flowed really well. But the thing is, you being like a second time interviewer <laughs> moderating four people at the same time and seeing that everything works it's so nerve-wracking especially when English is not your first language and you're trying to make everyone like understand what you're saying that was I mean it turned out really good but that was insane and also the editing process there was insane I don't know why I did that to myself <laughs> so early in the beginning but now I'm just yeah I kind of do anything I truly cannot imagine having four different people on, especially to talk about a topic like feminism, because there's just, I mean, so much yeah. that can go into that. Yeah. <laughs> also, I, I always felt like, I don't know, I was listening to the clubhouse yesterday about podcasting and how people were like super scared of touching on the topic of feminism. And as anyone that follows me knows, I'm so not afraid to touch on it because, I mean, if you're a woman, it's pretty clear the position you're going to have on it and if you don't have that position and you're a man I mean like I don't want to be I don't want to know you sorry <laughs> but, yeah <laughs> and I don't know I was listening I mean maybe yes. this is controversial but I was listening to people I was like oh my god we cannot touch on those topics because I was so scared of touching on that and really the topic for me wasn't a problem because I just I don't know I just love yeah. the topic and I should feel like people talk should talk about it more and I didn't even re I, I didn't even thought about the topic until I heard it on a clubhouse yesterday and I was like but, but why is it a problem like like why what is controversial about feminism like <laughs> but it's okay it's kind of like yeah. more of a personal thing no <laughs> no I mean literally my name is called loudmouth so I'm not really afraid <laughs> of voicing opinions even <laughs> if I know that there are going to be people who don't agree yeah also I feel like feminism us being like women podcasters 
it's so important to talk about it because it's basically what gave us the chance to just basically buy a mic and sit and give my opinions. People couldn't do this. And <laughs> why are actual women feeling yeah. uncomfortable talking about feminism? I'm like, you wouldn't be here if it wasn't for that, talking about your life experiences. So you should acknowledge it sometimes. I don't know. That's kind of, I'm doing this women's yeah. match series and I'm kind of like questioning why is no one ever or why never, or why the people that I, that I've talked to and that I follow haven't ever touched on this subject other than the 8th of March, you know, because it was yeah. what actually made, I, we are able to be here because of it. So I don't know. Mm -hmm. You're going to realize some things that you're like, oh, people need to think more about this. <laughs> yeah. Well, and also like, I mean, at least how I look at me having like my podcast is like, I wanted a place to voice my opinions where no one could interrupt me. Yeah. It's a place for me to get out my thoughts and ideas. So that's why I'm like, why would you not touch on feminism? Yeah. Or why would you not touch on those subjects that you want to talk about? Like, I feel like yeah. if you, it, it really happened when the whole Black Side Matter movement was really big back in June, July. No one wanted, or at least not many people wanted to talk about it. And I, I, me being from all the way here in Argentina, I did a whole episode on it, short kind of episode. I don't even remember what I said, to be completely honest, because I'm kind of applying to my solo episode from <laughs> the beginning. But I remember... You blacked like, them out a little bit. Yeah, I blacked them out a bit. But like people weren't talking about it. And I was like, why are you not talking about this? Like, yeah, I mean, you sit there and you talk about all your personal experience and all your personal growth and whatever. But if you don't talk about this are you really growing like seriously come on yeah like, you need to acknowledge yeah some kind exactly of and also I feel like most of it was because of like people were worried about like an aesthetic that they have to uphold or like well my podcast is about this so I don't really want to touch on Black Lives Matter and I'm like Black Lives Matter goes into everything literally mm -hmm. everything and also shut up yeah <laughs> Just but also the same happened to me like yesterday was International Women's Day and I was like, oh my God, everyone is posting about it. And today everyone shut up about it. And I was like, oh, well, what happened? Wait, what? <laughs> the first thing matter, you know, and we all live in such a, oh my God, I'm going to get into like a whole international relations thing, but we are living this like no, Western I don't, I mean, culture. We are so close off in our Western culture. We don't even realize how the Eastern culture is so far off of what we are. And it's just, I'm like, we need to talk about this. And even if we're not talking about mm -hmm. the Eastern culture, which is way e harder to address, just the inequalities that we live in day to day. Like I get out on the street and I'm getting cut call. Like that is not okay. Can we just talk about it other than the 8th of March? Like, come yeah. on people, please. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like if, yeah. you're, talking about, again, uh, if you're talking about personal growth yeah. and all of that, you should touch on important topics and you don't need to be an international or political science major to talk about it. You, you just, can talk about it how you talk about any other thing yeah we really went on a tangent there yeah. but i love it sorry <laughs> let's talk about it no no I'm i love very it passionate it's about perfect. that topic if you know me i'm very passionate about it so i can yeah. talk about feminism and people not talking about it enough for years and years and years <laughs> yeah or in like another thing when i made my post yesterday i think my biggest thing about like feminism that drives me bonkers is that well, I think it's especially in white women. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say stuff. Okay, are you ready for this? So, especially in white women, which I very obviously am a white woman, uh, white woman. But like, 
it drives me crazy when it's just white women running the feminism ring. And I made a comment about it in my post yesterday. I was like, feminism isn't feminism unless it's intersectional, unless it includes everyone who identifies as a woman. You're not a feminist. Like, that's not feminism. And that is something that I feel like does not get talked about enough. It should absolutely be on the front lines of every topic of feminism. I'm like, if you are not including trans women, if you are not including black women, if you are not including Indian, Asian women, every kind of woman, then you are not a feminist. Like, no. I not. totally agree. I mean, actually, and white I women was, do it all the time. Yeah, I was really turned on what, uh, turn, turn, torn, torn on what to do my last Women's mm -hmm. March episode about. I was like, oh my God, what, who should I invite? What am I going to talk about? And then I was, uh, I, I wanted to talk about intersectional feminism. And I was like, oh my God, but who do I invite? Because I, I felt like I couldn't talk about it alone. And I actually uh, Googled basically intersectional feminism. And I found someone that is going to become on my podcast, a black woman. woman and I'm so Ooh. happy that she said yes. And I'm so happy that I'm closing the series with that, with her talking about this topic, because it's so important. It's so important. Like I agree 100% mm -hmm. with what you said and I just again I needed that on my series I feel like it would be incomplete if we don't talk about it here so. in Argentina <laughs> also we we've our movement started with a lot of femicides Is that how you say it in English I think yes 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 and if here I'm, is if I get and here saying, is yes. really really intense and that's how the feminism movement started so that's basically why maybe I see it differently than everyone else in the states because here it's all the time and it's just so constant on the news and the movement started because mm -hmm. of that. And that's why maybe I think that I see it in a different way than anyone else and I'm going to get it maybe. Mm -hmm. And I'm kind of like empathetic, like, okay, yeah, well, you didn't have these hard conversations that I had to have with my friends. Like, hey, <laughs> why are we talking like this? Yeah, This girl was killed last night because of this and this and this. So I kind of get that also, but I don't know. I feel like people miss the point again not to bash anyone also influencers didn't do anything like i saw influencers post yeah. nothing or post or actually repost a photo of them with their friends and i'm like no no this is not the point not <laughs> this is not the for. point <laughs> but it's yeah. okay i mean what can you yeah. do yeah all the only thing we can do is control what we're posting and making sure that we're using our voices yeah. to do the work it just it does suck because you're like Yeah, what you were saying earlier, like, how do you not realize that feminism is what made you to be able to post this podcast today and not be, you know, sought out after because of it? Like, well, yeah. And again, I don't want to bash anyone with this. Just so we're clear. Yeah, I'm not no, just no, bashing no. anyone. Okay. I'm not better than anyone else. I'm just saying that I felt like it should have more recognition and it didn't. And it's kind of sad. Yeah. And then I also feel like there's another like side of the coin, like going back to like the Black Lives Matter movement and everything where we saw a lot of influencers post about it. But that was it, you know, like yeah. it was kind of like, I think I have to post about this because How do you call that? people are angry about it. Performative. Performance activism. Well, and especially with Gen Z now and like especially like people younger than us, like they look for that in the people that they're following. Like that is they are all about activism. They are all about making the world a better place and realizing that. So I'm like, if you like 
obviously on one end, it's like, yeah, you want to keep your followers. You don't want to be canceled. But then I'm also like, but it's good for you too to learn about that kind of stuff and post about that stuff because your audience is going to grow, but also like you're making yourself a better person. So I'm like, how do you not just want to learn and be better? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, I, I yeah. agree 100%. <laughs> We're here burning up all the people that we follow. Like <laughs> that's it. I know. Yeah, we're not trying to call anyone out. Obviously, no, I don't we're even starting conversation. Really specific in mind. I feel like we have to. Yeah, we're just starting it's conversations just like, that need to be started. <laughs> yeah, and also being women in podcasting and being in these worlds, it's like, how do we not talk about it when it affects us in all these different ways? Yeah. So since we, I mean, we kind of touched on Instagram and posting and things like that. Um, so. We talked about it in the first recording, so let's get back to it, I guess. But kind of how you changed your Instagram and stuff like that. Like your Instagram now is so beautifully laid out, but even beyond being beautifully laid out, it's, you know, personal and you put a lot of like you into that. So can you kind of explain where you had that like turning point where you decided to be a little more personal, be a little more vulnerable on that space and everything like yeah so basically i started the instagram podcast just posting about the episodes and now i'm kind of doing the same but differently so basically i just posted quotes from the episode and that was kind of it and the caption was like oh here's a quote from the episode bye uh and then okay i decided to make it like uh because i'm so we are we all are we are all multifaceted people we don't have just one side of who we are I felt like okay maybe in the podcast I choose to talk about this topic this week but maybe I want to talk about something else share something else I for example I'm a big fan of movies so I started sharing videos from my favorite movies and part of my favorite scenes and you know always I always think that the the, the things that are your most favorite, like your most favorite scene or your most favorite song or your most favorite whatever, always talk up, talks about a struggle that you're going through or maybe something that helped you went through a specific struggle. So I felt like sharing those things is also very personal. And yeah, basically I was like, okay, you know, I'm just going to share what I like and what I like is very personal because you just don't, I mean, you always usually like something just because you like it, but the things I share are things that I like because they help me go through specific hardships or whatever and so yeah I kind of did that and I of course I've shared the for example once I shared a record player and I was like oh my god my dream is to have a record player and that's more kind of like stupid not really important in the world but still it's something that I wanted and I shared it and just maybe not second guessing about it at the, at the beginning the first month probably I was super second guessing about it like what do I want to do I don't know what I want to post I'm scared that this and this person is going to see it and then I was like oh no like it's not working so I started being more personal and being like okay maybe this is going to work more and it's I'm doing a service to myself because I'm being more personal and it's kind of like therapy maybe just talking and sharing the things that you like and seeing yeah. them it's more like the now people are doing like the photo dumps like not think about it just post it of course make it pretty if you can because it's just on my nature to make everything match and make everything on the on my shade of browns but yeah then you just I don't know I just decided to post it and it kind of helped me and then it then helped me, people get into my podcast and have more listeners and have more followers and all of that so that kind of ended up working but I started more as like a, as a let's try this let's see what happens here and 
it worked. <laughs> it worked. Yeah. I mean, people follow the podcast, obviously, for content, but they also follow it for you. Like, mm. you're the voice of it, and you're the one who creates it, makes the content. Like, obviously, you have guests, and they have their voice, too. But, it, I mean, like your podcast name is, my point of view, like, being that personal on Instagram, like, yeah. that's what's going to people yeah, are going like, to resonate with it like even if for example you post a quote i posted one a couple of weeks ago being like take a moment to pause you can just be like oh my god friendly reminder for you bye but i decided on the captions to share like this week i had a hard week i really don't know how to take how to take a moment to pause i never do it <laughs> but i try to this week or just sharing like a personal experience and people are like oh yeah i did that too or for example i posted one that really resonated with people that was the don't compare your first year to someone's 10th year or something like that was the quote and everyone was like oh my god yes and i'm like yes i posted this because i like it and i yeah. i needed the reminder bro so a lot of people needed it and i was like wow you're on the same boat actually yeah <laughs> and it's kind of nice yeah i think there's a lot of like struggle between you know social media and just life and how you experience it and stuff but i think social media is such a powerful tool because i feel like whenever I see something that really resonates with me and makes me, you know, feel some type of way or makes me think really deeply, my immediate thought is one, like share it with my friends. And like a way to do that is sharing it through social media. I'm like, if this helped me, I can't like, it could help somebody else out there who's really struggling with, you know, either the same things or something different. And I'm like, and even if it doesn't like sharing it and sharing my point of view, like it gets it's like a journal. It gets my feelings out. It's like my little diary. And then if I'm feeling that way again, I can go back to when I felt it before and see the, that kind of stuff. And also just like, why not? Like who, yeah. who okay. really cares? You know, like <laughs> who cares? If it makes you feel good, why not do it? Why not? Yeah, I just be it? like not not second guessing, just posting whatever you want is what helps you. If we want to talk more about like creating a brand, Maybe just choose a couple of colors that you feel like work for you and kind of work with those colors. But the content besides the color, like whatever the post says or whatever the caption says is more important. Of course, it's pretty. My feet is pretty to look at. I work a lot to make all the colors match and this brown with this brown and that brown with that brown and all that. But the meaning behind it is more of a quote, which you can post literally whatever you want. Like no one cares about. I mean, people care. Yeah. But they don't at the same time. Like, I don't know. It's like a <laughs> happy medium. Yeah. Like, they're not, yeah, they're not just going to follow, well, especially, like, a podcast page. Like, they're not just going to follow you for the aesthetic of your page. Like, that obviously, like, helps bring it, you know, to life. And and if you like looking at an aesthetic, like, obviously do it. But they're going to be pulled in by the content, like, by who you are. And yeah. essentially, you're the brand. So make it whatever you want to be. Like, yeah. And maybe you just, just, I mean, you pre-recorded your episode and you cannot share your specific hardship of the week. You can share it on a post and people are going to know that maybe your podcast, again, just be more vulnerable. People like vulnerability. That's the word. I think I said it correctly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, 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 you did. <laughs> people, people like that. People appreciate that because no one has perfect weeks. No one has perfect aesthetic weekends no one has perfect aesthetic work from home days so when you share like like i did yesterday like today like hey i had a really unproductive monday but i'm having a productive tuesday maybe someone's like oh my god me too 
or something like that. I think that that helps to create a community, which is why the pod I created the podcast more for a community kind of sense, not just followers, listeners, and me. I want something more of a togetherness, mm -hmm. if that makes any sense. Because I don't want fans. Yeah. Like, I don't want that. I, yes. I don't need that. I just want a community. And that's why I started. I felt so alone yeah. during quarantine and so alone with my thoughts that I was like, let's just turn on the mic and see be me talking just like I would talk to a friend, you know? So I feel like that's what you can use your Instagram for. And I think that that's what works at the end of the day. <laughs> People like that. Yes. Yes. And as long as it what you're posting makes you feel good, like that's, you know, followers and, you know, people obviously more of a community is kind of like the goal, but followers and likes don't really mean anything as long as you're proud of what you're posting and you're posting what you want to post. Like once you stop posting for what you think is going to get you the likes or the notoriety or whatever, then it becomes more you and becomes more vulnerable and authentic. And it's like, then you feel good about what you're doing. And it's not like, oh, I have to figure out what to post. Like, you know, yeah. love that. And I wanted to talk a little bit more. I know on the last recording, you know, we were talking, obviously, you're from Argentina. And um, that kind of creates like a little bit of a barrier. But how have how has like starting this podcast kind of helped you in those ways and what have you had to do to like get over that if that makes sense yeah you mean like more of a personal barrier that i maybe have or more of a barrier yeah. like what <laughs> i guess so what we were saying like on the last recording you were kind of talking about how you started gaining confidence in like mm. speaking english to like other people and stuff like that so just kind of like talking about that journey with the podcast and things like yeah. that i feel like making a podcast and i feel like i don't know if anyone feels like that i i i'm probably one of the few introverts that started a podcast that's not a common thing to do <laughs> but yeah. i i even think like it kind of even makes sense because it's just your voice and a microphone is not i mean people think think that introverts don't talk we talk a lot but in our minds you know we don't yeah, voice yeah. it out and this was a way to voice it voice it out but not show my face which is still very introverted like comfortable comfortable sorry and mm -hmm. yeah so i started it because of that because i didn't have to show my face and all of that and i started in english because i listened to podcasts in english just so everyone knows why i did it not just because <laughs> I mean, I wasn't going to put out content that I wasn't going to listen to. I was like, if I don't listen to podcasts in English, in Spanish, why am I going to do a podcast in Spanish? Like, it didn't even make any sense for me. Mm -hmm. So that's what I started in English. Just to, everyone knows why I'm doing this in English. You know, <laughs> if not, it doesn't make any sense. But yeah, I was, I've, I've learned, I've been learning English since I was four, but I never really got the chance to speak it somewhere on a mic or to anyone because usually when we travel my dad is the one that speaks I don't really have anything to say to many people because I'm just like a tourist there <laughs> so I never got the chance <laughs> to practice it and I was like okay this is a perfect chance to practice my English and oh my god editing the first episode was so hard I was cringing so hard I was like oh my god no I hate this I'm not gonna do this again I cannot and I always loved the English language and I always felt like I could express myself easier easierly easier whatever easier <laughs> and easier. so <laughs> yeah and so i when i finished the first episode and i ended up posting it which i don't really like but i'm not gonna erase it because you start somewhere i was okay i'm gonna i have to yeah. create the second episode and i was like 
the second episode for me flowed so easily and I was like wow I really really enjoy this and I can really express myself and I can really say what I'm thinking in this language and then I don't know I started doing it in English and it really break barriers for me when it comes to speaking in English because I used to feel so uncomfortable about it and I always like before the interviews would be like sorry this is not my first language or whatever and then I was like I speak two languages kind of I speak English, I would say fluent, and Spanish is my native um, language. So I'm like, why am I saying I'm sorry? Like, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, everyone yeah. just confuses words. And also, I feel like the podcast gave me a voice not only to speak in English, but also to to speak in class. I, again, I'm a very introverted person, so it also helped me to raise my hand and be like, hey, this is my opinion about this topic. Or, hey, I want to say something. I never talk in class and it helped me to do that and it helped me be comfortable with the sound of my voice. I used, I mean, I'm not the most comfortable with the sound of my voice, but I used to dread it. I was like, I'm not going to speak in class. I'm not going to answer the question. I'm not going to do this. And then I was like, I can't do it. Like, I have a valid opinion to share and I can do it. So, yeah, I think that I kind of answered your question. Let me know if I didn't. <laughs> yeah, no, 100%. I think that is really cool that you decided to do it in English, obviously, because you listen to English podcasts. But that's like, I mean, that is just awesome because there obviously is some sort of like personal hurdle to get over. And I can't imagine that because obviously I only speak English. <laughs> I'm boring, but I wish I spoke another language. I can kind of speak French, but, but I think that is just so cool that like you've and I mean you've been able to create a community like with American podcasters as well like obviously you're already listening to them and already a part of that but that is just I don't think I emphasized enough in our last recording how cool that really is and how like awesome and amazed I am that <laughs> you're able to do that and also that it gave you the confidence to you know because I mean you've been you speak to really cool people all the time and I can't even imagine like obviously you're fluent in English I would 100% say you're fluent in English so there's I don't know it's just really cool I feel like that's all I'm saying is it's really cool and I don't know how to work yeah that, and when you and when you also speak the language of the people you follow I I always see the people who I follow up here and me like more down here like they are more quote-unquote famous if you want to say it and then when I started reaching out to them I kind of broke that barrier between us of them being the famous people and me being down here I'm like yes maybe English is not my first language but I can totally speak to them just as if it was like I'm not less yeah. of a person because I, I I don't speak English as my first language you know no. I don't yeah know. I mean if anything you know two languages and that's cooler <laughs> than probably half the people that you talk to <laughs> they yeah. probably only know one but I also like that you said something about how you used to apologize before you would do the interviews and stuff. And I totally obviously understand like apologizing about that. But I think that's such growth that you look at it and you're like, no, like I can speak English. Like, why am I doubting myself? I mean, you've had this podcast for almost a year now and it's obviously doing great. And people obviously understand what you're saying and resonate with what you're saying. So it's crazy to me cool, that I get like, listens on my solo episodes still because, yes, I speak English and I speak it fluently, but to me it's still crazy, you know, that people know me just 
in this language because I get out of here and I talk to my mom and I talk yeah. in Spanish. Sometimes I'm talking here and I get like little words, like little syllables of a word in Spanish. And I'm like, no, no, go back, go back, go say it again. No. But I don't know. It's it's kind of crazy to me, again, that solo episodes are listened to by people, by other than my friends. And even my friends listen to my podcast. And something I wanted to yeah. add that I forgot about this other than the apologies that I did, I didn't even put the fact that I was from Buenos Aires, Argentina on my bi my bio. I was going to say bio because that's in Spanish. <laughs> on my bio in Instagram because I was so like, oh my God, I don't want people to know that I'm not from the States. I just want people to follow me and think that I'm from the States just in case. And then I was like, no, that's not how it works, early. No, you're putting where you live in the bio, in the bio again. Oh my God. <laughs> So they understand that this is not your first language and that you're so cool that you speak two languages. <laughs> yeah, like people want to know who you are, hmm. who my point of view is, like but the face behind it all. When did you decide to put that in your bio? Like after how long did you kind of be like, I should put where I'm from in my bio or where I, I'm living? Where I, am? I wasn't going to. I did it, I think, like three months ago. <laughs> okay. so not long so, ago recently but yeah I mean maybe yeah. November well, is... from last year November yeah November from last year December something like that yeah that is really awesome do you feel like whenever you were kind of first inviting the influencers on and stuff I guess just kind of like talk about because obviously you started out a little bit smaller like with the person who was also in the podcast community. When did you kind of decide to go into, you know, bigger influencers and what was that like? How did it feel? Yeah. All of the above. So I feel like I reached out to the, I started working out in quarantine as many people have and I'm still doing it. I haven't worked out before, like, I don't know, in three years. So I found out a personal trainer that I really liked on YouTube and I was like, wow, I would really love to have her on my podcast and kind of thank her for all of the videos that she's uploading and all of that. And I reached out to her and I was like, hey, and she answered me, of course. And and that episode is one of my most recent episodes to today because she has such a follow. I mean, she's not super big on Instagram, but people love her on Instagram. So they listen to whatever she's on. And I feel like that was the first time that I was like, wow. I mean, I had a conversation with someone completely normal and I am having a lot of listens that I never had before. And yeah. so that was like the first time that I was like, wow, I could really do this like a big time. Like the people that I've looked up to mm -hmm. for and the people that I I started this podcast because of or thanks to. So the first one I reached out was Natalie Barbu. Of course, she said no. She didn't say no like rudely. She said it very nicely, but she said no like three times before she said yes. So just so everyone knows that it's not like my first yes. <laughs> but then she said yes and we arranged a date and we had to change it. So, I mean, it was a really like hard thing to record. It wasn't like really hard, but I was really nervous because we've been planning it or I've been thinking about it for so long and I was like, oh my God. But yeah, I think that the most important thing is just interacting with people because that's when they start to answer you just think about it like how it will be for you if someone random ask you like oh my god i love you they want to be my podcast you're gonna be like yeah i would love to but i don't know you like it's gonna be Who weird you? You know? yeah like uh but another thing that i kind of wanted to touch on too like just with influencers and feeling like you know they're not gonna see your comments or whatever or feeling like lesser than it's just like 
well, one, that most of that comparison is all in your head because influencers or people who are famous are people too. Although, yeah. you know, sometimes it doesn't seem like it. But it's also like, why not if you wanted to, you were saying like, you know, you comment on stuff to because that's what you would want to have done to your page. Like you want people to comment and things like that. It's also like on the same lines of like, if you want to be an influencer or if you want to, post something but you're like nervous to or whatever it's like why not just do it like the other the other day I had my fat fit fun box and I was like you know what I am just gonna post about what I got in it because I want to because I want to share what I got and I love getting my little fat fit fun box it makes me so happy and I know super materialistic which no I, I love it but <laughs> But I was like, you know what? Even if people are like, what is she doing? Even if people laugh at it, I don't even care because I want to post about what I'm getting because it's fun and it's fun to see those kinds of things. Like I like to see that content. So why would I not post that content on my own page? And it's like, we just have such a barrier on social media. And it's like, why? Like it's your social media. It's who, like it's your page. It's your personal diary. So why not? post whatever you want to post just yeah. make instagram casual again who cares yeah just yeah it. just going back to what we talked about like we who cares like there's the unfollow button for a reason if they don't like it yeah they just unfollow like i don't know i don't take followers that that hard i mean if someone posts something that i really don't care about and they have been posting about things that i really don't care about i'm sorry but i'm gonna follow and it's okay like it's no some not something like personal or anything it's just something that i don't care of seeing and if I don't interact with the content it's not even useless for me to follow you and that's it like right now the Instagram yeah. algorithm likes you to like and comment and save and share and all of that things that you need to make people do for you but uh yeah I don't know it's just like I don't know it's, it's not something personal it's just I don't really care about what you post I'm just gonna follow the people that I care about and that's it yeah and also exactly like it's, you can cur curate your mm -hmm. social media experience to how you want to feel and how you want to be whenever you go on social media. So if you're going on there and you see a post that's negative that you don't like that rubs you the wrong way, just go and follow that person. Like you don't need to put yourself through that. Like there's no point in doing that. Yeah. Like I did that. I I went through a really big self-love journey during 2020 and I realized that what helped me the most was curating my feed. Like I followed, I always give this example, no shade to the Victoria's Secret models. I mean, they're beautiful, great for them, but I cannot follow those people. They were not keep providing me any value in my day-to-day -day life, just bringing me down. And I was like, mm -hmm. they don't even care if I follow them or not. Like I don't even comment on their posts or even like them. So why am I following them? Bye. And that yeah. really helped me. You know? Exactly. And that was, that was it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like, yeah, if you're, because I totally get like doing, you know, uh, like social media, like getting rid of social media for a certain time to like have a break or whatever it is. But I'm also like, I feel like I never get to that point. One, because I majored in communication. So social media is kind of like just my life and I love learning about it and I love learning about people. But I, it's also like, but I keep my page to what I want to see. So I don't feel drained by it. Exactly. Like, I feel the same way. Oh my God, I cannot believe it. I could yeah. never put it to words. <laughs> Yeah, it's like if I'm if my social media is draining me, if I'm feeling down by what by the posts that I'm seeing, why would I keep those around? Like that's not what my experience should be. Like 
I'm going to follow like cute quote pages that make me feel good that whenever I get on Instagram and I see the quote, I'm like, oh my God, I love that. Or art pages that have beautiful art that I'm like, that is so pretty. Like, that's so cool. Like, or people that are vulnerable and they like tell a story and I'm like, yes, I was feeling exactly that way earlier. And I'm so glad you put that to words. Like, Hmm. yeah, it's just like, you can create your experience. It's so user generated. Why, why not take advantage of that? Why be following models that make you feel bad whenever you see their page like and it's nothing against them it's just it's it's literally all you it's all yeah. you and even like, if for example like i don't know you follow people that went into a lot of trips during the pandemic which we don't support but whatever uh <laughs> uh you can just if you don't want to unfollow them because you know them personally or whatever just mute them like there's a mute yeah. button for a reason you don't know how many people i muted till today <laughs> so many people and i'm not ashamed to say it because Curating the feed to what people like people who have similar experiences to me and don't have like a million dollars. And I get there's so many apps that change people's body types and make oh, people feel bad about that and stuff. But don't like, even but don't like, even get be- me started. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I erased I, just, I, I get that I erased yeah. Facetune and all of that like four years ago and I never looked back. And I cannot believe that we are still doing that. Like what? Why are we still doing that? Yeah. Like, no and people are like kind of exactly people kind of normalize having facetune which is insane to me because it was never something that you talked about freely like oh my god i have no. facetune like what people I hit it. it yeah people hit it and now like, everyone is like i don't know they're doing i don't know they're i don't know i saw a lot of before and afters and all of that because one girl she has a photo and she raised one of the arms because it looked weird and i was like what are you doing like Leave the arm there. Yes, it looks weird. Yeah. But you were grabbing yourself. I don't know. I was like, don't erase face too. Please erase face too. Or just leave your pimples in. Like, yeah. Yeah. Now that I I look back on what some of the uh, Victoria's Secret models that have been pregnant since I unfollowed them, they were talking about how unhealthy their routine and their mentality was back then. And then now they don't really even care about their postpartum body and all of that. And I'm like, wow. They even were not in a good place when they were posting those pictures. I was literally idealizing someone that was really miserable in that position. So, like, yeah, (laughs) yes. And you were, and like, and then you go back and look at that and you're like, wow, I like, yeah, I wanted to be that. Like, I wanted to do that. I was so jealous of them. And then you realize just how unhealthy they were and how bad mentally they were. And you're like, why would I ever want to be in that place? Like, Mm -hmm. no. Yeah. But yes, I think that curating your social media page and like posting the, I mean, it goes with posting the things you want to post on your business page or on your personal page, whatever it is. Like you have to create, you create your whole social media experience. So create it how you want it to be created. If you don't want to see Facetune people on your feed, don't facetune your photos i mean maybe it sounds kind of harsh but the lesson is don't post what you don't want to see you know yeah exactly beautiful summarized (laughs) it all beautifully that's the sentence that we're going with here wow this this is good we're getting really we said we're gonna go in (laughs) about a lot of things promote yourself this is the place to do it so if you want to follow me on instagram it's my point of view dot podcast and then just listen to my point of view on any listening platform apple podcast spotify google podcast i heard radio anchor whatever you want to hear podcast on just search for whatever. my point of view and it's myself just with a glass of wine 
drawn a drawing of me. <laughs> it's perfect. It's beautiful. And I'll obviously link that in the show notes and everything and have your social medias wherever so everyone can see it. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. I hope you guys all enjoyed my talk with Camilla because I really enjoyed it. And even this was our second time recording this episode. And I think this one turned out so much better than the first one. And yeah, so I will link all of Camilla's stuff in the bio or in the show notes, her Instagram, um, her podcast, go listen, go support her. And yeah, make sure you follow me at loudmouthpod on Instagram. Email me loudmouthpod1 at gmail.com. Follow and subscribe to this episode or to this show and rate me, please. I would love to see your comments about how I'm doing. All right. I love you guys. Have a good rest of your week. Bye.